0: Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well, and I hope you're sitting down because there is some data that I just discovered that suggests 2023 could be a year of deflation, deflation. Now, most likely, I think it'll be a year of disinflation or at least the first uh, half of it for sure. But uh, check this out. I mean, I actually had to triple check the math to make sure that this was actually accurate. But uh, it is. Let's go over to the Wall Street Journal. So this opinion piece, which really isn't opinion. <laughs> I did the math. What if inflation suddenly dropped and no one noticed? The high year-over-year rate masks Progress in the past five months, but we're not out of the woods. I, mean, I pretty much ag- agree with this, but I I was like, wait a minute, you're telling me that the past five months, if we extrapolate that forward, that now all of a sudden we're down near the Fed's target range, which is the the thrust of the article. I just uh, again, I, I I couldn't believe it, so I had to actually go and check out a chart that we'll get into in just a moment, and we could just do the the math quickly together. And it shows that it is true for the last five months or the last six months, if we see the same rates of CPI, and now it's debatable whether that's accurate or not, but let's just assume that it is for a moment. If we see the same uh, CPI numbers month over month for the next or throughout 2023, you're looking at CPI clocking in around 2.5%, very close to the Fed's target rate. definitely. Disinflation. So let's go down the article further. Maybe we should start the new year with some good news. Inflation has fallen dramatically. No, that's not a prediction. It's a fact. With one month remaining, and even if the CPI uh, understates inflation, which I think we all would agree, uh, it has come down. So, okay, it's come down from, let's say, 15% down to 12%. You know, assuming that there's a, a 10% delta or something like that. Um, it's still disinflation. Even if inflation is coming down from heck, if inflation is coming down from a hundred percent down to 50%, although that's still severe inflation, it's still technically disinflation. So let's keep going here with one month remaining in the in 2022 in terms of available data. So this just in fact, this just came out today. And it's today, January 5th? Oh, I'm sorry. It came out yesterday. So they're saying, uh, according to all the available data over the past uh, five months, inflation has slowed to a crawl, whether measured by CPI or most, uh, what me- most people watch, or price index of personal consumption expenditures, PCE, which is what the Fed prefers. The annualized rate has been around 2.5%. The author says, yes, you read that right, yet hardly anyone has noticed. I mean, maybe that's because although it is true that inflation month over month has come down significantly over the last five months, it's still so high that people uh, are in a pinch regardless, or maybe it's just their real wages have lagged so far behind the consumer prices that have increased, although we're, we might even be flatlining, it's still, they're still feeling the pinch more and more and more because the savings that they have or the money they have in the bank is dwindling rapidly. Maybe that's it. And I'm just throwing things out there. I'm not saying that that's definitively uh, what's happening. So the price changes measured over the over the last twelve months, which are still 7.1% and 5.5 for PCE. Normally, focusing on twelve-month inflation rates the right thing to do for two main reasons. First, it guards against hyper ventilation of uh, okay, so it eliminates the noise is what they're saying. Second, it obviates the need for seasonal adjustment. For example, you're comparing prices in November 22 with uh, prices November 2021. 20, okay. But when the inflation rate changes abruptly, 12-month averages can leave you watching recent history rather than current events. And boy, oh boy, this sure would be consistent with the bond market. Would be very consistent with the bond market. Between February of 2021 and June of 2021, uh let me read that again here. Between February of 2021 and June of 2021, the 12 month CPI inflation rate showed a rise from 1.7 to 5.3. Bad enough, but if you took that 5.3 number apart, you would you would have seen that it came from a 3.3% annualized rate between June 2020 and January of 2021. Okay, so they're so basically they're talking about base effects here, followed by an 8.2% annualized rate between January 2021 and June of 2021, which I'm sure they're going to argue would have been a lot more accurate. Thus, in June of 2021, when it looked as if we had a 5% inflation problem on our hands, we really had an 8% inflation problem. So is today's true inflation rate a mere 2.5%? Not quite. Now for the catches I promised earlier. First, we we've uh, this wonderfully low inflation I wouldn't say wonderfully low. Wonderfully low would be deflation. <laughs> uh, this wonderfully low inflation rate for only five months, that's longer than one or two months. Which I'm writing this article, still too short to declare victory. You concentrate instead on core inflation, which excludes food and energy. Annual inflation over the past five months has run higher, a 4.7 annual rate for CPI. So then they're saying when you uh, exclude food and energy, it, it's not as rosy because most likely the decrease in the inflation numbers has come uh, probably specifically from energy. So let's go over to the numbers, guys. And uh, let me try to blow this up, zoom in a bit here. And this is on whycharts.com. So we'll just go over the specific numbers. So this is the month-over-month month increase or decrease For the CPI. And again, I know a lot of you are going to say, well, George, this doesn't measure it accurately. The CPI is much, much higher. Right. But I'm just focusing on the rate of change, really. So July was a negative 0.02. So assuming that's flat, I just added the 0.12, the 0.39, the 0.44, 0.10. And uh, I just left December blank, but just based on those numbers, And then uh, you get an annual run rate of, like they said, right around 2.5%. Now, again, a lot of that is probably energy. So it is good that gas prices, and I'm not in the States, I would assume that they've come down significantly. But that uh, doesn't mean that rents doesn't mean food. But also, even if it was flatlining, you still have a big problem because it's about purchasing power at the end of the day, right? And if you go back to 2019, even if, I mean, geez, even if we had some deflation, people still would not have the purchasing power today that they had back in 2019 or even the beginning of 2020. Why? Because wages haven't kept up with the rate of inflation. So even if you get to a high watermark in plateau, if wages are down here, it's still, you know, it's better than it wages staying here and prices still going up, but there's still a significant delta. And I think that's what most people are feeling when they go to the grocery store, when they pay their bills, when they look at how much money they have or don't have left over at the end of the month. And, uh, Maybe since, you know, they're still in a bind and it seems to be getting worse, they're assuming that the inflation rate is maybe running higher than it is, or maybe not. I'm just throwing that out there as a a possible explanation. But uh, we do see that that headline number, that headline CPI, is uh, if we continue on this pace for 2023 it's going to get real close to that to the Fed's target. Whether the number's real or not, um, the bottom line is a lot of policy decisions are made on that number. And a lot of buying and selling in the stock market, the bond market, gold, dollar, I mean, you name it, a lot of assets are going to move in a, uh, there's a lot of assets that will need to be repriced, let's say, um, if the CPI is 2.5% for 2023, regardless of what the real rate of consumer price inflation is, because the markets are so fixated on that headline CPI number. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.